0: And here we are.
1: Welcome to the Nexus.
0: Again, it is my pleasure, honor, privilege, all of the above, to be in the Nexus with you here this evening at this the convergence your... of pop culture and Cherry Road. How you doing?
1: I'm good. This is uh, our listeners' one-stop place to hear our, uh, our take on the January 6th hearings. It's a deep dive (laughs) to the congressional hearings.
0: So uh, is this now the time where I (laughs) profess my ignorance at uh, any sort of wisdom or contributions to any discussions related to this matter? It was my understanding that there would be no math during this debate. (laughs) And so I will proceed as though we someone just said something awkward, and I'm having to come up with a response at this point in time.
1: Well, I have an alternative topic then. So our alternative topic will be comparing the characters from The Challenge of the Super Friends, which would have been a cartoon uh, that debuted in September of 1978. This series is called The Challenge of the Super Friends, which are 13 fantastic episodes featuring the Legion of Doom. And since our listeners know we're big fans of wrestling, we're going to attempt to compare these heels that were Legion of Doom to heels from the NWO, WCW era of wrestling in the late 90s, very early 2000s. And, uh, and their are um, super foes, friends as well. We'll compare them to some babyfaces, maybe see who might take a heel turn have some good disagreements about who, who, um, who is most like whom, and maybe even stretch across some some areas as well, maybe go back into the WWF of the 80s, or maybe a little bit into DX, if we so choose. So oh let's, let's talk about first the Legion of Doom. Um, banded together from remote regions of the galaxies... <laughs>
0: Continue. Uh, 13, I, I want to see if you can say the whole thing.
1: Thirteen of the most sinister villains uh, with a single objective, the conquest of the universe. And I'm not reading that. I'm just saying that by memory. So we have Bizarro, Black Manta, Brainiac, Captain Cold, Cheetah, Giganta, Gorilla God, Grod, sorry, Lex Luthor, Riddler, Scarecrow, Sinestro, Solomon Grundy, and the Toy Man. And their counterpart would have been the Super Friends. Let's see if we can... Now, where where are those Super Friends, Bobby? There we are.
0: I mean, I feel like I could name these without looking at a list. So how about I shoot for that and we just see if that can if that can happen. And since since you do appear to be surfing while we are... Uh, I, I'm we using are conducting... a source right now. Yes. That is true. So let, let me begin. We'll, we'll, we'll start with what we would consider the primary Super Friends, which would be... Superman, Wonder Woman, okay. Aquaman, Batman, and I guess you would throw Robin in with the primary super friends. Those would yes. be your primary. Yeah, he
1: would be. Yes, he would be yes. a primary super friend.
0: Because you can't at this stage in the game, you can't have Batman without Robin. Then we would have the, I guess, second tier, and and, and when we talk challenge of the super friends, if and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm that those thirteen episodes included neither. Marvin and Wendy, and uh, correct.
1: So this this was not the Super Friends with Marvin and Wendy, where all the voices were way off and those...
0: and there is season. also not the Super Friends with Zan and Jana, the Wonder Twins,
1: and their Space Monkey Glee. Correct. Right.
0: Um, and there was a dog with Marvin and Wendy. What was Wonder? Was, was that Mutt, Yeah. Yes. Okay. Not to be confused some,
1: some, with Dino from the Blue Falcon yes. era. Yes,
0: that's yes, and that's where I didn't want to make the uh, make the mistake. So. Then we have so so we have uh, we would have Apache Chief, we would have Black Vulcan, we would have Samurai, uh, we would have uh, Chief, Samurai, but, uh, Vulcan, <laughs> and Green Lantern. Um, uh-huh. Apache Chief, Samurai. Who am I missing? Hawkman. Hawkman. Of course. Hawkman, and now I don't believe it was challenged the Super Friends, but were there some episodes with a Hawk Girl in one of the renditions yeah. of the well, Super Yeah, well, there Friends?
1: was later, even before and after this season, there would there would be some episodes where Hawk Girl might appear, or Adam, um, or there was Shira, which was like a not Shira, uh, Rima, like a jungle superhero. Um. So there were other superheroes that kind of came in and out.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: But this is really the the uh, only season where like there were a bunch of villains banded together, and that's why they were so good because there were all the plots that involved time travel were really good, which were often um, things that had to do with like time travel and space time continuum and and the uh, Legion of Doom. What what do you do if you're the Legion of Doom and you collect all the money in the world? What do you do then? Does it matter?
0: Because if you're the only one holding all of the money, does it make money worthless to everyone Based else? i some say them. Yeah. So maybe maybe the Legion of Doom didn't consider the economic ramifications, uh, the new world order, as it were, of uh, international global economy, uh, that the GDP was not very important to them. <laughs> Could 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 that argument be made? Uh,
1: someone's flexing their doctorate muscles over there,
0: Doctor Whaley. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I. So, I, you know, one of the things that I know that our our, our subject matter uh, tonight, you've, you you've you've put a bit of a fine point on it with the comparisons between the Legion of Doom and the heels of uh, various ages of wrestling throughout the, you know maybe back in as as early as the mid-'80s all the way up into the early 2000s. But there are a couple of of things that I would just like to say about the Legion of Doom before, uh, or or a couple of questions I would ask of you. Are
1: are you a Legion of Doom apologist? Is that where this is going?
0: Oh, no. Um, (laughs) Well, apologist, that's – can we translate that as uh, just an outright fan? Uh, I'm. A, I mean, I'm a fan of the Legion of Doom.
1: Oh, I like. The, I mean, in terms of a uh, as a, a character as a whole of the thirteen together. By the way, it was thirteen on eleven, which seems rather unfair.
0: Yes, uh, there should the, have been a shift somewhere. Doom. Do you think there was some confusion over whether Bizarro was going to actually turn out to be Superman's ugly twin brother? No, and that was where they were this. going what, with that.
1: What did besides like a, a, a gas? What did the scare the Scarecrow and the Riddler virtually had no powers. But it Correct. but neither did Robin, so Or Batman. Lex Luthor was just a, a kind of a genius. Batman had you he had skills.
0: He had skills, certainly, but it was all rooted in that utility belt and That's his true. overwhelming bank account, which never was addressed much in the Super frame. Which, which but... you
1: you knew you knew during these cartoons if Superman had to make reference to the fact of how much he needed his utility belt, that the Legion of Doom was about to take it.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Like the yes. kiss of death was his narrative. My trusty utility belt that I can't be without.
0: Yes. Yes. That would always uh, be be a problem. I think that, uh, so what I, where I was going with this is, is.
1: Before you got into gross domestic product?
0: Yes. What, who would you say, who were your favorite? Let's start with, who were your favorite members of the LOD? And let's, let's. Let's each of us name our our three favorite. I'd like to see how much overlap we have.
1: I would go uh, probably Solomon Grundy,
0: uh huh, Black Mesa, okay, uh,
1: and then, mm, okay, this one gets a little tough. Uh, I'll probably go Sinestro.
0: Okay, okay, interesting. So Solomon Grundy is is obviously my favorite as well. Uh, <laughs> I, you just can't. There needed to be more. Solomon focus Grundy heard Super Grundy. Friends. Yes. Yes. There needed to be more of that. <laughs> uh, I'd like to read a book written from the perspective of Solomon Grundy. I think that would be just fa- fantastic. But I'll say
1: start off with Solomon Grundy, write book.
0: Yes. <laughs> and talking about how he felt sort of like a victim, not only uh, of <laughs> the Super Friends and their uh, uh, perceived overall goodness but also his, the manipulation on the part of Luther and Brainiac and some of those guys that, that were certainly smarter than Solomon Grundy. Uh, I, I think he could have written you know a, a, quite an epic of victimhood. <laughs> <laughs> but my other two would be, because I think that this would be just a, a perfect axis of evil, would be uh, Toy Man, just because he's so annoying. And
1: get a cool costume
0: and Scarecrow because Scarecrow is the scariest.
1: Scarecrow just didn't. He, I agree, in Batman, he is in in the Legion of I can't think of many episodes. His voice was certainly. Did he do anything significant in these episodes?
0: I don't know, you know, beyond the ones I always felt kind of like, beyond the ones that had a were a corresponding evil power to a corresponding good power, like Sinestro Green Lantern, uh, Bizarro Superman, uh, Giganta Apache Chief. I felt like a lot of them were just kind of there.
1: And and several of them were just made up. Yeah. You know, outside of, um, I think it's Toy Man, Giganta... The other one that's made up. Toy Man and Giganta were definitely made up for this series.
0: Yes. Uh well, maybe I, that was it. To that end, so I were... know this says this says
1: Giganta debuted in 1944. Toy Man. Uh, oh, it says Toy Man was mostly an adversary for Superman. Which makes sense because he's very close to being the Joker. <laughs>
0: Indeed. So, know, I'm, I'm
1: pretty sure Samurai, let's see. Uh, yeah, Samurai was, was made up for that. And I think Black Vulcan, yeah.
0: And Apache Black, Chief, Black, I would Black, say, as Vulcan, well, right?
1: Yeah, Black Vulcan, Apache Chief, uh, and uh, Samurai. Samurai. They were created for the show. By, uh, yeah, for the Super Friends show.
0: Yeah. Okay. So and then. All right. So so now contrast, you your 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 top super friends.
1: Top super friends, uh Superman.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Green
1: Green Lantern. Mm. Now, if you're going with my favorites, I become tough because I'm a I'm a big I like Batman, but in this group, uh, I also really like the
0: Flash. Who I did <laughs> not name, by the way.
1: No, you I didn't, did, not,
0: did you? I did not name the Flash. Yeah. Yeah. So, I would... Uh, so, if you're going... Super, so, you're saying Superman, Batman, Flash?
1: Uh, I would go Superman, Green Lantern, Flash. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I, do like, I, like the, I do like Batman, though.
0: So, I, I, I would go Superman, Flash, Apache Chief. Really? Yes. I love Apache Chief.
1: Uh, Green Lantern always did so much cool stuff, and Green, Green Lantern, outside of Batman, Superman, is the second most powerful super friend.
0: Agreed. Uh, although one could make the argument, especially as 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 the characters progress, that that the Flash also was up there. Flash
1: it has many abilities to to speed up molecules, travel through time. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was funny how at different times that some of these like some episodes, of Aquaman could fly.
0: Mm-hmm. Right,
1: and Wonder this Invisible Jet had these amazing powers to travel back and forth in time. I do love the ones where, like, they get like a trouble alert, which, which is a great name.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they'll be like, "Oh no, that's on planet so and so. That's four billion light years away. We better get moving." And they're there yes. in four minutes.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, and 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 in the nick of time to save the day. <laughs> so, yeah, I. Okay, so moving along into, into the, the the discussion for tonight. So we are looking to make comparisons between varying Legion of Doom members with various heels throughout time. So I think that, that the best format for this would be, since you have the list in front of you of the Legion of Doom members,
1: mm-hmm.
0: to... Uh, you call out a name and we both provide our wrestler comparison and the justification for said comparison.
1: Okay. And let's take it from this angle too. Let's, let's say that as the NWO came in and tried to take over WCW, the Legion of doom tried to come in and take over the planet from the super friends.
0: And, and and so we are confining this then to the NWO.
1: Not necessarily, but just okay. that's kind of our base. But, okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be upset if, you know. Uh, so let's start with Lex Luthor. Yes. Who his uh, his really his power is is, is is he's a he's a super genius, and he knows weaponry. Um, is 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 his main thing. He's a mad scientist. And he is a founder and leader of the Legion of Doom.
0: Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I feel like that the obvious NWO comparison has to be Bischoff. I agree. Uh, There's, you know, I, I don't look, you know, you might could make the claim that early on, before bischoff converted uh that it was dibiase maybe Uh, but it has to be someone that is a brainiac uh a a not a you know there's not too many scenes in any uh any rendition of Superman, Lex Luthor, where Luthor is, you know, using any kind of brawn to accomplish his, his goals. Right. Because so, he
1: can't. He has, right. he has no brawn. Right. I agree. I, it's, it's Bischoff. I thought about that. It, it would just make sense. He's the mouthpiece of the Legion of Doom. Right. Bischoff was the mouthpiece of the NWO. Right.
0: Right. And so like and utilized out. utilized his power, his standing within the company, within the organization, uh, to accomplish the goals of, of the New World Order, similarly to Luthor, using his skill set, as it were. Now, to... as we
1: go through this, I'm going to warn you, I don't know if you, how much time you, th- you thought about this, because I put a lot of time into this. Um, this isn't going to be as easy as you think. Okay. Uh So let's go on to Bizarro, which is a twisted duplicate of Superman created from a duplication ray by Lex on Earth. He's the same as Superman, but often behaves, I'm looking from Wikipedia, but often behaves in erratic and irrational manner, such as as freeze beams from his eyes and flashing a flaming breath, as opposed to Superman's heat ray and freezing breath. So who would be most like Bizarro?
0: Roddy Piper.
1: I'll just I'll disagree on that one, but I mean it's not about disagreements. But I I, I don't see Piper. It's weird. So it depends what Piper we're talking about, right? Because the NWO era Piper uh, was I don't know where was, he fits in.
0: Was a psychotic baby face?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, shout Which out is, to Chandler Cargill. Um,
0: <laughs> well played. <laughs> I, I I think that. You know, there are several others that I could say, and I would—I would be willing to bet that I would likely say whoever you have selected uh, if I threw out two or three choices here. Uh, I thought about Hogan. Uh, I also yeah, thought—I thought about Savage.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go. I would go Savage, and do you know mm-hmm. why? Just—just just on speech alone. <laughs>
0: And that's, that was one of the things that, that kind of had me – I just actually today uh, spent some time with my kids on YouTube looking at old Snap into a Slim Jim commercials. Uh,
1: hey, can and, you see Bizarro eating some Slim Jim?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I could too. The reason I say Piper is because of – I always viewed Bizarro as extraordinarily conflicted. You know, he was more of a Frankenstein's monster then he was a, an, an evil villain. And, and yes, certainly, you know, he, there was at no point where you believed that, Oh, he's about to make a turn here, but, or at least not that I can recall, but you know, Piper always seemed like he wasn't sure if he was just an outright bad guy or if he was just a, an insane person.
1: That's why I'm going to, I would compare Piper to the Riddler. Uh, Because the Riddler would... And I'm quoting from Wikipedia here. Uses riddles to taunt confused adversaries while committing crimes. (laughs) That sounds like Piper.
0: It does. It does. I would also... If if Riddler is where we're going next... I would also... Because that, that, that speaks to head games. And I would... You know, Savage might be a good choice there. Granted, the voice is way different. (laughs) But I would also think that perhaps um, Kevin Sullivan could be in that Riddler game. The Taskmaster.
1: I, I won't dispute that. I may put him more of a scarecrow. (laughs) <laughs> uh using fear to bring people's worst fears to life.
0: Yes, and and he actually used the faces of fear to do that sometimes. Uh in Ming and the Barbarian. Uh so, you know, so I, th- I I won't dispute that.
1: If we were to take a look at the outsiders together, who who do Hall and Nash compare to as a tag team on Legion of Doom?
0: Hmm. All right, I'm I'm going to have to do this several times, probably throughout the uh, the podcast. Give give me the list again.
1: <laughs> okay, Bizarro, Black Manta, Brainiac, Captain Cold, Cheetah, Giganta, Gorilla Grodd, Lex Luthor, Riddler, Scarecrow, Sinestro, Soling Grundy, and, and Toyman.
0: My instinct right then, and I'm not sure about Nash. I'll have to think about that a little bit longer. But my instinct for Hall was Captain Colt. Really? Yes.
1: Uh, see, I've got I've got Hall at uh, at Grundy. Oh a super a superpower gangster revived as a zombie in Slaughter Swamp. But see, just Scott Hall, you know, his character was kinda like supposed to be that just the muscle kind of stupid. But it, but really had brains, which is kind of Solomon Grundy.
0: See, when I think of the muscle, I think of of Nash and uh, not the Big Show. What what was he in? The Giant. Um, and I would have put the Giant as Solomon Grundy, huh. uh, because you know not only uh, was he, uh, you know brute brute strength but he also and 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 when he did his stint as uh, a baby face you know when he was teamed up with Luger and Sting and those guys uh, you know one of the things that uh, Nash and Hall used to always do to make fun of him would be kind of the duh 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 (laughs) you know kind of thing which you know as we both know Solomon Grundy was no no powerful intellect so to me, that fits more along the lines of the giants. I feel like Scott Hall was very cerebral. Uh, his his uh, his mic skills are you know in the top five of all time in my mind uh, for you know for uh, promos. Uh, I just, I just thought he was he was exceptional at that, and and I see Captain Cold in in the episodes that I remember it and and. Please understand, you know, this is me using recollections, well, for the wrestling part of it from 20 years ago. And for, uh, even though I have watched The Super, the Challenge of the Super Friends with my kids a few times, trying to piece together individual Legion of Doom contributions from each of those episodes is <laughs> uh, it, tough. But I, I remember Captain Cold being very cerebral and and doing some trash talking uh not not to the toy man extent but toy man was also annoying and i never found scott hall to be annoying you know who i did find to be annoying in the nwo though was six who i would call the toy man
1: yeah i could agree with that
0: so sean waltman always annoyed me
1: yeah always. definitely toy Man they're kind of just laughing and Mm-hmm. So it says with toy man, creates destructive I... toys, dresses as a jester, uses toy based tactics. Yeah. I can definitely see that for six.
0: I can I can even see some physical similarities between the two and their faces. Uh, so yes, I uh, I would I would put six or X-Pac or whatever version, the one two, three kid uh, as as toy man. So now Nash you have, so you have Scott Hall as Solomon Grundy. Who do you mm-hmm. have Nash as? Gorilla
1: Grodd. Because he's a megalomaniac, super intelligence, peak gorilla strength.
0: Yes. I would agree with that. So I would say Captain Cold and Grodd are Hall and Nash, whereas you would say Solomon Grundy. So you put brute and brute. but one I of could, them is intelligent.
1: I could figure out a good one for Captain Cold. Um... He didn't if you remember he didn't have a lot of personality. He he may have said some like it may made me some shots super friends, but he really didn't he he didn't cut a good promo. Yeah. And then Brain Brainiac to me too was uh uh I'm trying to call it, call it Brainiac too. Maybe like um maybe like Raven, just kinda sitting over there, waiting for him to do something but really doesn't do anything. A uh, black Mance, I'm gonna give him, he's gonna be like Conan, Uh, just kind of like that cool other member of the NWO, not the main person, but everyone loves when he makes an appearance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But Black Manta was just so wooden, you know? Um, And Conan was so full of personality.
1: They could also say Sinestro for Conan. Uh, Maybe maybe go uh, for, let's see. I'm trying to think, it would be like the least. who's kind of an obnoxious person that does that much power. Maybe that's the Riddler. Maybe the Riddler is um. Maybe that's um. What's his name? Uh, Buff Bagwell.
0: Yes, I could definitely get on board with that, and I would think that
1: Scott Scott Norton is Captain Cold.
0: <laughs> I would put. No, see, I've got Scott Hall as Captain Cold. That's true. I would put Scott Norton as your Black Manta. Uh, Hmm. you know, just not much personality, not, you know, uh, just kind of goes about and does his business. You know, look, I'll take on Aquaman. You guys understand that.
1: Could put uh, Stevie Ray as Black Manta as well.
0: (laughs) Stevie Ray.
1: Then put Booker Booker T as Solomon Grundy.
0: (laughs) Or could you make... uh... So what about... Um, Scott Steiner, where do you put him?
1: Who's the stupidest, worst? <laughs> I really dislike Scott Steiner,
0: I really do too. And and hearing hearing some of the podcasts talk about him, it's uh, it's you really know what? Hard I'm,
1: to... I'm gonna give Scott Steiner this I'm gonna put him as Giganta because the description is ability to grow super strength while well, in giant form. And that's basically all he was. Was yes. like a guy pumped up on steroids.
0: Yes, yes, with lots of personal baggage,
1: which and which is really weird. The thing that bothered me about Scott Steiner, especially when he became Big Papa Pump, was mm-hmm. that he never he'd never sweat. When he's in the ring, hmm. he always looked completely dry, and I was like, something's off.
0: Yeah, no doubt. That is a little bit uh, disconcerting. But yeah, so. Okay. So how many have we worked through now?
1: I think we've touched on... We haven't talked about Cheetah.
0: Um,
1: that's well, does Cheetah just
0: automatically Sinestro, have to be Miss Elizabeth?
1: Really, Sinestro Sinestro. was a bit of a talker. Um, I'm trying to think Heels back in that time or someone who would... Sinestro might be like Bobby the Brain Heenan, more of the 80s. Um...
0: Or could Flair be Sinestro? No, I don't think so. No,
1: I couldn't actually find a good comparison for Flair. Now, Arne no, Anderson, he... Arne Anderson might be Sinestro. We'll talk some smack.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. So, what needs to happen is 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 a stable of all of these guys. Uh, fighting so do, are we doing a a super friends comparison as well
1: yeah we're gonna do the super friends compared to the baby faces now okay. which one which one of these now we didn't i don't really have i don't really know very well and it wasn't a big thing at the time there were some female wrestlers but i don't know who chidi would be sensational sherry i
0: mean you could go miss elizabeth <laughs> um you could go Fabulous Moolah. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, I mean, that's, that, that's about as far as I, I would be able to take it You know, at, at that is, point in time.
1: So is there one of these Legion of Doom that secretly would want to turn baby face and help out a super friend? If so, who would that be?
0: I would think it's got to be <clears throat> one of the Brutes. Uh, either right. Grundy. Or Bizarro, I would think. Uh, you know, just get fed up with being treated like the the idiots. Uh, you know, it's not going to be Grodd because he's smart.
1: I think it's Captain Cold.
0: <sighs> you know, they actually did that in the uh, in the Black Flash. Shares.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I, I would, I would think that Solomon Grundy just kind of gets fed up with everybody calling him stupid. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. How about, the, how about,
1: the, I want to address the elephant in the room that I know that you're thinking about too, because this bothered me since I was a child in the best episode of the, the challenge of the super friends, it's called super friends, rest in peace. Uh-huh. That's the one where the Legion of doom has the noxium crystal yeah, that can change contains the powers to kill all the super friends. Yes. Who created that crystal? They actually say it in the episode.
0: I'm assuming it was a member of the LOD.
1: It was. It was a, Dr. Nataz. And it was the only time he was ever mentioned. Hmm. There is no other mention in the DC universe of Dr. Nataz. Wow. And
0: that it's is just... that is a phenomenal episode, by the way i still when when when
1: when wonder woman's weeping at batman's grave it's
0: yeah when when we bought when we bought that dvd collection i didn't even let my kids watch the other episodes until they had watched that one
1: right me too that's the first one i went to yeah it's uh, then you're gonna believe this
0: yeah it's it's fantastic and superman makes that recording you know where his uniforms all in tatters and Yeah, I'm the last super friend left, and, you know, oh, it's just fantastic.
1: I I think Captain Cold, you can substitute a couple members of the NWO here. I think you could put Bret Hart in that role.
0: Hmm.
1: I think you could put Kurt Hennig in that role.
0: Yeah. Uh, Could you put Mongo McMichael in that role?
1: Nah. He wasn't enough of a heel.
0: What about Jeff
1: Jarrett? Jeff Jarrett, to me, would be Toy Man.
0: Oh, yeah, I can see that, too.
1: Uh, I can see that, too. And I think I would have... Um, shoot, I just forgot who I was thinking of. Uh, I was going to make him Griller Grodd, too. What was I thinking of?
0: You know, going way back, you could also make the Riddler gorgeous Jimmy Garvin.
1: <laughs> I always liked Jimmy Garvin.
0: I did, too. I just because he,
1: he was he was actually really nice.
0: And so his his...
1: Except that when ring, he's calling out Wahoo he, Wahoo McDaniel, where's that Indian?
0: He um his you know ring manager Precious uh His they wife were married. Over
1: like forty yeah. years.
0: Yeah, and they're yeah, still married. still together. Yeah. He
1: became a pilot.
0: Did he? hmm uh-huh. Okay.
1: He's bald and has no mustache. I've seen pictures of him. It looks nothing. Jimmy Garvin looks nothing, but I always I liked his uh I liked his character. I liked Precious Coming in with the, you know, the perfume, which was just a bedazzled can of Lysol. I
0: was, uh, I was always uh, intrigued by the fact that they never addressed that he and Ronnie Garvin shared the same last name.
1: Right. And they're stepbrothers.
0: Yeah. Are they really? Yeah, they really are. Interesting. I don't, that that's a fun fact that I don't believe that I ever knew. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, joke, they talk
1: about that on, uh, uh, with Conrad all the time, like. This just seemed no one... The, the One was that those two were related. No one seemed to put it together. And the other one was, you know, Ronnie Garvin, the Canadian, it was the Canadian accent that kept saying, I'm proud to be an American.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All right, so let's take a look at these super friends here. Okay. And see where we think that they fit in. Oops, went the wrong way. Where did they fit in with um, as... so. Superman gets tricky, right?
0: He does. Super, super,
1: Superman, to me would have to be Hulk Hogan, red and yellow. Just the unbeatable leader of all the good guys. What mm. uh, you could also argue Hulk Hogan can be compared to Lex Luthor.
0: You, you could. And, and, and as I said earlier, when we were talking about the, the LOD that, uh, That Hogan, when I said, uh, or actually, you were saying, uh, who was it that I said Piper on? Was that?
1: uh, You had him on.
0: um, Bizarro? Yeah. Okay. Piper's eloquent,
1: though. Bizarro's not eloquent. That's true. Uh, Bizarro's more the, hey, yo, Superman.
0: (laughs) I would not. Uh, so Superman's kind of stoic, and I don't see Hogan that way. So if I'm going to go with a with a and 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 because it's Superman, it has to be a baby face that also was extremely popular, but was not a man of many words. And I'm going to have to go with Magnum T A.
1: Ooh, I can see that. So I can, I am I won't argue that.
0: I think that, you know, he came out and, you know, and did his thing. And, you know, he would talk some, but it was, you know, it wasn't a he, – he was more about, hey, let's get the job done. And, and, and I think that's where I would go with that.
1: Now, now I may be crossing some lines here, but I'm going to skip over to Robin. And the only person I can compare Robin to would be Vincent slash Virgil
0: but but he's a heel
1: but he did absolutely nothing agreed you can't even compare robin to miss elizabeth
0: agreed i mean he really did absolutely nothing except you know express his dismay to batman all the time right Uh, batman the
1: obvious one for batman to me would be sting um comes down from the rafters kind of like with his bat hook um kind of coats like a cape, kind of has a mask on. But but I'm also not. I mean, it's just this one comparison. I really think the best, if we're just going for a wrestler, the best Batman comparison is to Ted DiBiase because he's a rich guy who's got a million-dollar belt.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Put that in your pipe and smoke it.
0: Yeah, Batman's one I have a hard time with because, you know, there are so many, I feel like all the renditions of Superman, I mean, even up into modern times, even up into the new Justice League movies and whatnot, he is, he is consistent. You know, he is the, he is the ultimate force for good. Uh, He is the strongest of them all. You know, whereas Batman has, and I'm not going to bring up the, the, we shall not speak of the Batman effect, Uh, but, but Batman has evolved so much that the super friends Batman that we're talking about right now is way, way different from any other rendition of Batman.
1: It's true.
0: Except for maybe the, except for maybe Adam West Batman.
1: But he's even different from that one because he's a very humorless, very like straightforward. Yes. So, so, so how about a, if I would give the wrestler DDP?
0: DDP, I was actually thinking about that just a minute ago. I would put him in like the, I was actually thinking of Samurai <laughs> when I was thinking of DDP. Uh, because none of the Super Friends in, in, in Challenge of the Super Friends or, or for any Super Friends period for that matter, were loose cannons.
1: Yeah, they weren't trash talkers.
0: And so the one that I would think would be the most loose cannon just because of his powers would be, I could also say maybe Green Lantern for DDP. Those are the only two That's that the I great,
1: could... Green Lantern for DDP is the one I was thinking of. Just to kind of like it's really cool kind of...
0: Yeah. But um... But I'm not a big fan of Green Lantern though. So it's, I love it's... Green Lantern.
1: How can you not be a fan of Green Lantern? He could do anything. He had the power ring.
0: I think it's too many renditions of Green Lantern over the years. Yeah, you know, if you've learned nothing about me, it's you know that I like consistency in my heroes.
1: I <laughs> also it was funny in in Super Friends that he was always how Jordan or Green Lantern was always narrating exactly what was going on. I could just use my green power ring. Or it was one time he was on a subway. It's nice to be on the subway in Paris as Hal Jordan. No one knowing I'm really the Green Lantern. Why would he say that out loud in the subway?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> that, made
1: know. Me, that made me crack up when I saw that one. Um, to me, all right, Lex Lex Luger.
0: Lex Luger would be Apache Chief. Huh.
1: I'm going to go with Hawkman. And the reason why I say Hawkman is because Hawkman looks great. And you, you, you want Hawkman to do more. You know he can do more. But, but he doesn't. He just he's always fun. just he's always just there in the background. Watch any episode of the Super Friends. Hawkins just he's there. He stays in the background, but he really yes. never actually does anything. And that yes. reminds me of Lex Luger quite a bit.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Because Luger didn't do much of anything. And and, and I always think about that it was him, you know, not that you know understanding wrestling for what it is, but it was him that went down in the bash at the beach mash uh, match where the NWO was right. Yeah. If he doesn't go down, do, do things change? Is it, is it more of a fair fight when Hogan comes down to the ring? Is it more exciting for that matter? When he comes out of the ring, you know, I've, I've heard one of the things, one of the things that I really, and, and I, I promise I'm not going to try to digress too much on this, but one of the things that Bischoff and Conrad often talk about is how much they dislike six man tag matches. Yes. Uh, and, and even that they really don't care much for tag matches. I love those. I love forces uniting. I really do. That's one of the reasons I love the super friends so much. Was it all of these guys coming together to fight all of these other guys who came together for you know one for nefarious purposes, one for you know truth, justice, the American way, etc. I would et cetera. have
1: loved to have seen the lit like the living quarters inside the Legion of Doom. <laughs> because we only saw them at that giant desk, which was really cool, by the way. And right. by the way, both both sides seemed to, at any minute to have video capabilities throughout the entire universe. To just- yes. Pull up any any instance they wanted to.
0: Yes, and there was but, no Wi-Fi back then. how how are they doing those things?
1: And we know there was a dungeon in Legion of Doom or a prison because they put the some of the Super Friends in there one time. And and I know that Robin accessed the the computer of Doom one time, um, which was just an evil version voice of the Super Friends computer. Well, um, but like, well, who is who is? I, I just I guess it would just be a just complete mess, or like you know you'd have like Solomon Grundy. You know, roaming with, um, with the Riddler, and it'd be like an odd couple situation.
0: Well, and the other thing was, were, were, were either of them? Did either of them employ any like uh, uh, support staff? Was were there? You know, did 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 they just make the Flash run around with a broom really fast to clean up all the dust and dirt that collected in the in the Hall of Justice, or was Aunt there like Robin you know uh, was. was <laughs> You know, were were taxpayers, you know, forced to, you know, did some of their tax dollars go to uh, the upkeep of the Hall of Justice? Uh, You know, those 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 sorts of questions. How do you insure something like (laughs) like that?
1: How do you underwrite the Hall of Justice?
0: Yeah. So anyway.
1: Solomon, Solomon Grundy wants to know why Ridley can't wash his own plates.
0: Who does the Flash? I mean, who's the Flash?
1: I would give either Ray Mysterio Jr. or the Otomo Dragon.
0: Wow. So you went Lucha.
1: Yeah, it's because I was thinking who was really fast.
0: Which leads me to the question, Does do Leparca or Psychosis have a, an LOD counterpart?
1: I'm thinking mm-hmm. maybe Scarecrow. Could, Scarecrow
0: could, psych- is one of could psychosis be the cheetah? Psych
1: maybe or Scarecrow. But they could be those two.
0: Yeah, okay. it's hard to compare.
1: The four horsemen of this era just weren't very strong. Uh, even Flair was not great. I mean, he was He was fine. They just did nothing with the. They just. I felt like they sidelined the horsemen. To almost be this alternative thing.
0: Are you talking about during the NWO run? Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, and and oh. then they did the whole thing, and I actually listened to this to this uh, eighty-three weeks podcast not too terribly long ago with the um, where Flair actually instead of using the Horsemen to fight uh, the NWO, he recruited Piper, and he and Piper yeah partnered up to to uh, and
1: they didn't like each that. other. That's,
0: that was when it was him and Piper and uh, Kevin Green. Yeah. And 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 I found that, you know, very, a very strange mishmash when there's already an existing stable that would have been, you know, I would have loved to have seen, you know, uh, some rendition of The Horseman, even if it was, <clears throat> even if it was a Jeff Jarrett rendition, you know, of, of Flair and Benoit and McMichael and Jarrett. Taking on, you know, some NWO combination of the outsiders and Hogan and And what's somebody. what's the
1: obvious one we're forgetting here that we haven't even mentioned yet? Which speaks volumes to really what his legacy really is. Black Vulcan. Well, Goldberg. Ah. Where's where's Goldberg fit in with any of this?
0: I mean you like could it, throw Maybe Solomon could... Grundy? <laughs> Well, I mean, you could throw Goldberg in as the Superman because, I mean, he was stoic. That's true. That's he the was, point. He was a baby face.
1: And unbeatable.
0: And he was unbeatable for, you know, this, this lengthy period of time until some people found some kryptonite to use against him, like Bret Hart with the with the steel plate, uh, Kevin Nash with the uh I don't
1: know how cattle anyone prod. is it Bret Hart. I hate Bret Hart. Man has no personality. I don't. If you have to tell me that someone's a good technical wrestler, chances are I hated that wrestler.
0: Well, no, okay, but Benoit was a technical wrestler. I hated, I hated ben Benoit. Benoit. I couldn't stand Did him. Did you? Okay. Yes. What about uh, what about uh, Dean Malinka?
1: I didn't mind Dean Malenko so much.
0: Or Eddie Guerrero.
1: Didn't like Eddie Guerrero, but I know that that was part of his character. So.
0: Chris Jericho. I like Jericho. I mean, he's a very technical. Jericho's
1: wrestler. got a lot of personality, though.
0: Rey Mysterio.
1: I like Rey Mysterio. He was different, though. He was much more than technical. He was, he was the Luchador stuff. So,
0: right, but you know, a lot of that is there's a lot of technical to that, and you know, Dean Malenko probably is the the quintessential the, technical. The wrestler. announcers
1: have to make the the have to say this phrase: "Pound for pound, he's the best technical wrestler." I'm out. <laughs> I'm changing the channel.
0: Uh, so your preference would be the brawlers. <laughs> you talking Is about
1: that, the Brooklyn brawler?
0: Well, no, no, just I mean, just the the, the brawler st- style, the, the 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 DDP, the Sting, the
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock and Roll Express.
0: Yeah. Okay. The uh, Horsemen. I would. I don't know about the Rock and Roll Express. They they had some technical skills. But
1: they weren't – I don't know. It was always a good match. I was always entertained by the Rockmore Express, by the Midnight Express. Oh, indeed. But By the way, toy, toy, you could you could make Toy Man uh, also – Jim Cornette, Cornette without
0: question. As soon as you said that, I thought, why didn't we say that?
1: And then going for the silence type, I think that maybe Bobby Eaton would have made a good Captain Cold.
0: He would have. You know, you talk about somebody who was well-respected – uh, throughout his career, it was Bobby, Bobby Eaton.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, they. I've never heard any, any, on any podcast anybody saying an ill word about Bobby Eaton. Yeah. Or Dennis Condry. I mean, people stick up for Dennis Condry, and and I, and they even say like, you know, they talk about Jim Cornette. Like hey, he has his faults, but like, like if you ever meet Jim Cornette in person, he will, he will talk to you. He'll be nice to you. He'll, he's grateful.
0: I don't think that. uh, I don't think that Vince Russo would have much. Good to Uh, say. I hate
1: that guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I like Bischoff in person. I like listening to his podcast, but I don't think I would necessarily enjoy talking to him. Tony Schiavone. Yes,
0: it's funny to me. I don't think I would like Conrad. I I I think I probably would. I find myself I find myself on on Bischoff's side in almost every argument they have that I agree with him.
1: I'm I'm more agree with Conrad when he presses him and says, well, no, you said this.
0: Yeah. See, and I I, I find that anytime that he's trying to make the comparison that, you know, oh, well, you got to give CM Punk credit where credit is due kind of thing. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't. These guys are there because of who paved the way and and the way when it was paved was great for that very reason and
1: i'll say this if if cm punk has only as far as i can tell being off track now but if he he's only made that one great appearance other than that i agree with the idea that he really hasn't done anything
0: yeah yeah so anyway again we won't go go down that road but so you know where else do we need to go with this? Um,
1: I think that I think we've gone where we need to go to it, which was just kind of like talking about these characters, who they were. So were there any baby faces that would take a heel turn?
0: Baby faces in the Super Friends? Yes. Well, I mean, I think Hawkman's a pretty obvious choice. You know, frustrated I Hawkman, with... I think Robin. Yeah. Uh, anybody... OK, so whereas the with the Legion of Doom, it's going to be anybody who is mistreated because, you know, they're hanging around with a bunch of criminals <laughs> you know, who, who seek world domination and probably domination uh, in the solo sense. not as I mean, because you have to think, all right, the Legion of Doom, they get all the money, they take over the world, they wipe out the super friends. Let's say they achieved all of their objectives. How long before they turn on each other? True. And
1: they did. There was one episode where they did turn on each other.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, ultimately, who are the guys that suffer? It's not going to be the smart guys. It's going to be the dumb brutes. And so Solomon Grundy or uh, Bizarro, one of those guys, they're going to be the guys that are like, you know what? I've been on the wrong side of this thing. These other these super friends, they would probably treat me very well. And on the flip side, it's the guys. Obviously, it's not going to be Superman, Batman. It's not going to be Wonder Woman. Probably, probably not going to be Aquaman. Although, if I were going to have to pick one of the main ones, it would be Aquaman.
1: What? Yeah, I can see, I can see Aquaman turning joining forces with Black Manta and making a yeah. uh, heck of a tag team.
0: Yeah. No, you know, look, the, you guys have been discriminating against the ocean and ocean life. <laughs> Since I've known you, dumping all your garbage there, um, we're done with it. Black yeah, man and that. I. Oh, I like you this. Know, yeah, black man and I. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, work together. You know, the earth is, what is it, ninety percent water. You know, it's time we earn our due. That kind of thing. Uh, but I still don't think he's the most likely. I think it's gonna be your robin robin's a good choice you know the living in Batman's shadow kind of thing but any of the other four guys uh hawkman black vulcan samurai apache chief any of them could be like you know why did we even get put into this group you know uh what purpose are are we serving you're never letting us do any of the world fly and
1: that was it that's all samurai could do he's gonna fly and the make legs tornadoes. Into, with like his tornadoes. Legs. That was it. Yeah. At least Black Vulcan. Black Vulcan, like his lower half, uh, and you wonder, you know, his, what's his his reproductive problems when his lower half would turn into just lightning. Like, yes. What long term effects did that have on his ability to become a father one day? Um, he could at least like he well, can make light, He can craft lightning bolts.
0: I'd be more concerned with you know his his pants selection.
1: I'm telling you, his pants selection is highly questionable. I have seen some episodes of the work. He he's um, his pants are colored in. That's a great thing. Is like one of the fun things to do is watch these episodes from the '70s and like so many times things are just miscolored. Like Green Lantern's yeah. neck, one scene is not colored, one scene it is, or like the Superman colors in the ass are reversed, um, or yeah. you know, Batman is uh. Batman's eyes are are black instead of white or something. It's a, it's yeah. just fun to it's fun to see yeah. that. And yeah. and time they all laugh together in a group that's always fun. All right, yeah. so here's a, here's an interesting fact that I just figured out. So this is this arc, the Super Friends vs. Legion of Doom with 16 episodes, which this only aired or originally aired on ABC Saturday morning cartoons from September 9th, 1978 and the and the final episode was December 23rd, 1978. So this only aired over a 4-month period. Just uh, so you the know,
0: original. the the original episode was on my 5th birthday.
1: Wow. Yeah, it was, you and I would have been in kindergarten um yes. at this point. Now, yes. I remember I remember playing Super Friends at kindergarten. Yes. Uh, uh after after watching these episodes on Saturday mornings, mm. they were they were fantastic and then they would Later, they were on the afternoons, um, uh-huh. and maybe another time we get more into do another episode on the other Super Friends where we saw like probably the greatest Super Friends episode outside of the challenge of the Super Friends would have been the 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 universe of evil. i uh, one of the all time great episodes.
0: I'd have to refresh myself. Give me give me a plot line.
1: I'm not. I, I'll tell you what. I just want just Google on YouTube Super Friends universe of evil. Because I don't want to spoil any of it for you.
0: Okay. Um, that is
1: a great episode. And the only problem I have with it is at the end, they make reference to that there's going, it, they're going to go back to save this universe of evil, and it's never mentioned again.
0: Hmm.
1: I remember as a kid, for for for, for months, I tuned in thinking, okay, this is going to be where they're going to go back. It's just—it's just a this it's outside of of these 13, 16 episodes that is outstanding.
0: The whole Middle Earth
1: episode is weird too. The, uh, the of Evil, do you have do YouTube um, HBO Max.
0: No, I do not.
1: Okay, just uh, just uh, Google Super Friends: Universe of Evil on YouTube. Make sure you watch though if it's in, if it's in two parts, make sure you watch it in order. Okay. And that brings us to close to an hour. Do you have any trivia for me tonight?
0: I do indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you well know, uh, it answer's is time, 12. it is time uh, in our in the nexus to go to our weekly <laughs> our weekly <laughs> Mike Schmidt, trivia question. Uh, we we want to give a shout out to Mike and Donna. Hope you guys are doing well.
1: We do. Uh, Mike, give uh, us a call. We we'll know you're a fan of the podcast. You know where to find yep. us. Yep, that's
0: right. So in 1991, Michael Jack was inducted into the Peter J. McGovern Little League Hall of Excellence. Okay. He was that that honor uh, was bestowed upon him and one other major league player from the Schmidt era. That's the only
1: clue you're going to give me one other player from the Schmidt. That's a enormous amount of time. That's like 72 to 89.
0: Who was, can you tell me
1: where this organization is?
0: Okay. The, the, uh, Peter J. McGovern Little it's, it's so it's the Little League Hall of Fame. All right. So I would imagine I don't know. I I did not look into it deeply enough. I would assume that it's in uh is is isn't most of Little League stuff in Omaha?
1: No. Uh it's Pennsylvania actually. It's Williamsport as well. That's where they play the little league World Series.
0: Okay. So uh,
1: Alright, can you at least give me a
0: position? Pitcher.
1: Pitcher. Uh was he a teammate of Mike Schmidt?
0: It is in Williamsport, by the way. The Peter J. McGovern Little League Museum see? is in Williamsport. I see credit for that. Actually, South Williamsport, so, you know, yeah. only partial credit. <laughs> but, yes, a pitcher. Uh, some might argue that he's the greatest pitcher of all time. Tom Seaver? No. Nolan no. Ryan? Uh, yes. Nolan Ryan. They were the second and third Major League Baseball players inducted into the Little League Hall of Fame.
1: I think I told Uh, you this, but...
0: or Actually, they call it the Hall of Excellence.
1: We went to a game when I was younger, and in the game, the starting pitchers were Steve Carlton and Nolan Ryan at a time where they were going back and forth between who was an all-time strikeout leader. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that that was that's probably the best pitching matchup I think I probably ever saw. Now, do I remember it? No, <laughs> but it'd be the best one I ever saw.
0: So, just so you know, it's interesting. The pitcher that you did name before you said Nolan Ryan was the first uh, person. Uh, the first. Major League Baseball player inducted into the Little League Hall of Excellence. Tom huh. Seaver.
1: And some people argue his greatness. I'm not a Tom Seaver guy.
0: Yeah. But so that brings us to the sixty one minute mark. And uh what do we what do we have in store for our listeners next next time, next podcast?
1: Well, I don't know. I haven't decided the next topic yet okay uh I would like to talk about Kenobi maybe we could we could uh recap Kenobi and discuss her thoughts on Kenobi okay have you been watching
0: i have i'm i'm i believe I'm episodes come out wednesdays is that right
1: yeah actually yeah yeah so to yeah so, they come so out we've, had, o- we've had we've come had we've had eleven o'clock episodes, central right? so they actually come out tuesdays here but wednesday where you are
0: so four uh there have been four so far
1: is that yes correct? mm-hmm
0: and they're going to be six or eight.
1: Yeah. So we got two left. So I would love to discuss Kenobi maybe in two weeks.
0: Okay. I think that's a good plan. All right. All right. So
1: listeners. Be on, be on the lookout for Kenobi.
0: There we go. From all of us to all of you.
1: And to Mike Schmidt. And, uh,
0: oh, and, uh, you know, are we going to address the, uh, your independent podcasting on this cast?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Okay. Cause we'll need to take that issue up the next cast.
1: <laughs> so. I don't even have a name for that. So.
0: All right. Uh, so, all right. Awesome. Well, everybody uh, from the folks at Lilford's, the internet and Bluetooth.
1: Oh, you know, Hey, I'm going to say so on, uh, on, on sports center. No, it was in sports center. I was reading an article on Yahoo about the, the Panthers. Um, you know, the construction went bankrupt. So they yes. stopped building it yes. at Rock Hill. Yes. Uh, yes. And and they uh, one of the signs they showed, they had like a sarcastic message about it, was from substation two. <laughs> yes.
0: Of course. I meant Those to send the T awesome. and I never did. Wow. All right. All right.
1: I'll see you back. We're leaving the Nexus now. And we'll see you again in two weeks to discuss Kenobi. Sounds great. May the force be with you.
0: And also with you.
1: <laughs> oh, now we're Catholic force users, huh?
0: <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Thank All right. you. Yes. Bye. And also with you. Bye. <laughs>